Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's finished in Cardiff, it's finished Cardiff City nil, Newcastle United nil, but we there was a lot of controversy, obviously, and we had a huge, huge, huge chance to steal the points right at the death, um, to, to steal all three points right at the death, with, a, with Kennedy missing a penalty in the 95th minute. Um, we'll chat through all that, we'll chat through... <laughs> Discipline in cards, uh, but ultimately, so the starting lineup we were without Yedlin, but obviously he his injury isn't as as bad as it has been. But Mankiel came in, basically it's the next uh, senior fullback that we had to to, to fill that space. Hosselu retained his place up front, which again didn't massively surprise me, given his goal last week. But I think. I think all of us would have liked to have seen Rondon uh, get his full debut, and you know if 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 Hoslu doesn't score that goal against Spurs, I don't think he starts today. Um, Clark kept his position, however, Fernandez was on the bench, and Hayden came back onto the bench. Atsu was completely dropped from the matchday squad, and uh, Jacob Murphy, who had the chance to line up against his brother Josh, and obviously they. Spent a good 10, 10 odd minutes on the pitch together, um, which was a, a, a nice narrative. But obviously, the most important thing was Newcastle trying to trying to get this game. I mean, the first half, as I mean, as with a lot of Rafa Benitez uh, sides, and, and and certainly we we did this a lot in the Championship and a little bit in the Premier League last year as well. Rafa set out to kind of. Just feel out his opposition. You know he. It's a bit easier with maybe Premier League teams that he played last year, and he has a bit of a feel for them. Cardiff new coming up last last year. We obviously played them, um, in the Championship, but they've evolved over the last couple of years, and their first game back in the Premier League at home. You know they had a good atmosphere. It was very, you know, it was very similar to you know the Huddersfield game last season, when their first home game in the Premier League, well, forever for them, uh, was 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 put on Sky. It was a very, it was a lacklustre performance, I think, it, it, all, all in. But the but the first half we actually looked quite bright, and I think things were quite sort of level. I mean. We managed to get six shots and four on target in the first half, and Iosi Perez was was seemingly at the heart of a lot of the best chances I thought. Shelby had a free kick, um, which didn't didn't look like it had the whip that it needed to to take it past um, the goalkeeper Etheridge, I think his name is, and um, who saved a penalty last last week. Um, we'll get onto that in a minute, but. The, the the two chances from Perez I thought were were really good. Perez sort of was bombing down the right hand side inside the box, got past his man fairly easily actually, and found himself one on one with the keeper with with quite an acute angle to try and squeeze it in from goalkeeper. Good positioning, got the block in, and I thought well that's just it's it's the first sort of snapshot that we had. Kennedy had an had another shot in the in the first half with his right foot. Again, on his wrong foot, wasn't ever going to fully trouble the goalkeeper, which he didn't. But it was, it was. There were nice signs, and one of the, you know, the best chances in the first half where Shelby sprayed that ball uh, beautifully, uh, beautifully diagonal ball across to to, to the opposite end of the, of the six yard box, 
And Perez caught it on the volley, and again, the keeper was sharp. He looked really good and, and came out to block it. And that was, you know, we were creating things, but at the same time, trying to be cautious and, and not not bomb forward and, and do too much in their final third so that they could catch us out on the break. Because, I mean, I mentioned Josh Murphy before, played for Cardiff. He His pace was certainly a a threat all game. I thought he had an absolutely excellent game and even Junior Hoylet on the other side gave, gave us problems. You know, Cardiff otherwise were, I think they were they were shaky at the back in terms of allowing us to create the chances and get shots on target. And in the first half, Cardiff didn't, you know, they had three shots and they didn't manage to um, get a, a single one on target. They did have a few corners which made me feel a little bit shaky and Dubravka had to do quite a bit in terms of commanding his area and making balls safe and the, I think it looked like Cardiff if they were going to open the scoring it was going to be from a set play whether it was a, a whipped in free kick um, or if it was going to be from a corner but Newcastle were creating a lot more in open play which is really encouraging to see um, so things seemed canny by half time but then uh, something I'd initially missed was a, a, a petulant kick out from Kennedy on, on, on one of their players. Um, and, and having seen the, the footage, it does look quite nasty and, you know, you probably should face a, a retrospective ban for that. Um, that's not what we want to see our players doing. I don't think Rafa will tolerate that. And, you know, if the FA does the job properly, he probably will get a retrospective ban. Having said that... Last week, Musa Sissoko stamped on the back of Kennedy's calf, and there's, there's there's footage of it. And Musa Sissoko didn't face any any sanctions, so we'll see what comes out in the wash. Um, I'd like to see consistency, but it won't surprise me if he is faced with a retrospective ban. If that is the case, I'd certainly like to see Jacob Murphy um, come in on the right wing, or even the left, and whichever Richie will go to. Maybe Richie will be better on the left, Murphy on the right, and play like that. Um, th there's a lot of criticism of Kennedy um, on social media tonight and this afternoon, and it, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because he, did, he didn't have a good game. Um, he kicked out, and obviously we'll get on to the incident in a bit, but you know the reason that we didn't win today was a team performance the reason that we lose games is a team we should never scapegoat a single individual because that's not helping you know we we have a small squad as it is injuries have started to creep up on us and, and Mankio himself who I'm not a huge fan of did get scythed down in the in the, in, in the first half and he, he sort of hobbled on and, and, and carried on until half-time. But then, because Yedlin was injured, because uh, Sterry is probably seen as not not first-team ready yet, then the one-away midfielder Isaac Hayden came in uh, as a right-back option. Mankio had already been booked as well. Richie had been booked in the third minute as well of the first half, which I felt was very harsh. I don't think... To call that as a, as a as a yellow card so early, I think it was it was it definitely wasn't um, a concrete yellow at all, not at all. I don't know what you I don't know what you make of that, but suddenly we were kind of a bit a bit 
vulnerable down that um, down their left hand uh, side, down our right hand. And you think if they're going to exploit us, it's going to be there. And suddenly, our def we we had sort of tentativeness in terms of our tackling down down that side because of the two yellow cards. But as it happens, my career had to come off anyway. Hayden came on, and but yeah, we shouldn't have been worrying about a Mancu yellow card when Hayden's just absolutely flown in to the back. I mean, to defend Hayden, I don't think it was malicious. I think he's definitely gone for the ball. It's just a horribly, horribly mistimed challenge. It's definite red card. Tackle from behind, gets gets the back of the Achilles, doesn't reach the ball at all, and it was the right decision because if that tackle was made against us, I'd 100% expect the, goal, uh, the referee to send him off. So... It, 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 it's really, really tough because we've got Mankio injured, we've got Yedlin who's probably still injured, I don't know how far away he is from match fitness, and we've got Hayden who's now going to serve um, a band for for that straight red, so we had to play out, I mean this was 20 minutes, he'd only been on the pitch for 20 minutes, Isaac Hayden, it was absolutely daft. So, you know, their pace on the wings was just caused us so many problems, and you know, credit to them for, for doing that. But what Cardiff didn't do was then exploit uh, this weakness that they'd found in Newcastle. They created enough chances. Obviously, when we went down to 10 men, it suddenly kind of stopped being a, yeah, let's get one or two here. It suddenly became, let's dig in and just not lose. That's what the game became. And I did kind of feel that the first 10, 15 minutes of that second half that Cardiff looked the more likely to score. Uh, Cardiff were getting more set pieces. We were struggling to get the ball into, into, our, into their opposition half. And it was we got away with a couple. Um, I remember a, a set piece where it kind of came to the, the, the number 10. And, and Clark went in with a quite high boot. And he tried to just sort of nudge it. Uh, the, the striker tried to nudge it towards uh, the post when it was cleared off the off the line. Um, on the, off the post. And... Again, like you know, I thought Shelby had a really, really good game to get today. I mean, it was a poor team performance. I thought he was our standout player. Um, I thought he was our probably our second best player against Spurs. Definitely our outstanding best player uh, here against uh, against Cardiff as well. So I think full credit to John Joe Shelby in the way he started the season, and I think a lot of players should be looking up to him and his levels of performance um, and try to replicate that because I think. Um, you know there was there was accusations that Richie wasn't helping out defensively enough. Kennedy did have a poor game, given how he was a man of the match against Spurs, and let's not forget that before we vilify him and scapegoat him, he defensively and in terms of attacking, he was our our standout complete player against Spurs, and we were very unlucky not to draw level there. And you know in the end. Even we weirdly came alive at down to ten men, and Muto came on for Perez, um, which injected a, a, a bit of pace and a bit, bit, a bit something different from us. And that's I guess the option that that Rafa Benitez has now, and he will exercise it a lot more. Perez certainly had a better time of it in the first half. Didn't get as many chances in the second half. I think kind of Cardiff's. Finishing ability really, really cost them today. You know, they they got in behind. They got good crosses in. 
headers going off all kind of angles. My PE teacher used to call it uh, 50 pence head because it just you'd go and head the ball and it just come off at an angle. And I think I think that certainly was the case for their for their number 10. So they're up front. So they they failed to capitalise. And I think you know we we're trying to just sort of get on you know get on the break as much as we could even when we were a man down and Murphy as I mentioned Murphy came on um, for Richie and he, you know he's, he's more direct is what we were kind of looking for but but Hosselu uh, Hosselu didn't obviously with Murphy coming on that was kind of all our subs used I think that was something that Rafa couldn't legislate for it's probably why Rondon didn't get on but I just feel that we needed a run done. Hosselu's goal was great last week, but he's not going to... It feels like that's more of an anomaly. I don't think he's turned over a new leaf. I just think he is the he is the level that he is, and it's not going to give us enough. We need goals. And once again, we created... You know, The problem against Spurs was finishing. The problem against Cardiff today, I think finishing was better in terms of the shots on target that we had and we had some better clear-cut chances Perez with the line share of them but the keeper was very very sharp in the first half but we just we needed we needed more if we want to win Premier League games you need more and you need a run done up front not a Hosselu um, to be perfectly blunt we need our best players like Shelby performing which he has been which is really encouraging to see and we need players like Kennedy um, to be a bit more consistent Yes, he had a bad game, and obviously, let's talk about the the penalty incident, of course. So, you know, right at the we had a, we had a couple of corners towards the um, the last sort of five minutes of the game, and it felt like you know that the momentum was in was in our favour. Muto bursts down the left hand side, goes to cross, and and there you know bypasses his marker, and then the, the defender behind him, for some reason, as he goes goes to tackle, he shoves his arm up. And, and and the ball hits his, his arm. It's in an unnatural position. Referee, no hesitation, points to the spot. And you think, bloody hell, like, we, 10 men down, we could snatch this right at the end. The, I mean, there was a question mark whether that ball was actually outside the box, but I think it was probably just on the line. I think that counts as being inside. So Kennedy steps up to take the penalty. Um, his run-up's poor, it's weak, he doesn't look confident, and... He tries to place what is a very, it's just a very poor penalty. Um, it's a good height for the keeper who saved a penalty last week. He saved another one this week. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the, the whole game came down to that one kick and it, it, it didn't happen. And obviously Kennedy's absolutely gutted. It was his, his we wanted the, the, you know, the ground to swallow him up. Um, the, his head was in his shirt. He couldn't believe he missed it. And everyone, obviously everyone on social media saying he shouldn't have been anywhere near that penalty, he shouldn't have been allowed to take it, why hasn't Shelby picked it up, why hasn't Hosselu picked it up. Rafa Benitez came out and clarified that position. Kennedy is the club's um, second penalty taker. Richie was off the pitch, therefore Kennedy takes it. So Rafa Benitez wouldn't have picked Kennedy as a penalty taker if he hadn't been smashing them in in training. It's as simple as that. Should there have been some sort of management in in-game in management? Does he feel that he had the right mentality to take that penalty? I don't know. That's that's a question. I can understand the logic on both sides. If you then 
take that penalty off him? How does that affect the mood of everybody? It, it's just, it's just, it's odd. I, I think at least if you stick to the hierarchy, the penalty taking hierarchy that is pre-agreed, then everyone knows where they stand. It was a poor penalty, but let's. And and and, and he's got a lot of stick online, and he's going to get. He seemed to get a lot of lot of criticism. He had a bad game, but you know he had bad games last season, and we still loved him. I think we need to rally round him. We can't afford for one of our best players to be low in confidence. Not even because of what's happening in the game, but because his own fans are shouting the odds at him on on Twitter and calling him shite and and saying he's bollocks. So like, let's kind of leave that. Because I don't think we have the luxury to, to string up and call out one of our players that will be important to us for the majority of this season. Like, he's really important and he was the best player in the park against Spurs. But that's very, very easily forgotten. A lot of people angry at him. Wasn't his fault that he was asked to take the... You know, it was Rafa Benitez that set the penalty taker, so that's why he took it. Yes, he should have done better. No, he shouldn't have kicked out at that Cardiff play in the first half. And yes, he should have had a much better game. But perspective. We have a point. We are weirdly at the minute up to about 12th, I think, um, in the live table as, as, I'm, as I'm recording this. We didn't have any points after two games last season or the season before. Probably the season before that as well, if it was McLaren. Um, so... We were in a better position than we were last season, and we finished tenth last season. We have a better we have a better first team than last season. So let's get some perspective. Shelby had a great game. We kept a clean sheet, being a ten man down, for for half an hour. We dropped a ten men for half an hour away from home. Like if if we completely omit that that penalty incident. The awarding of it, the miss. If we omit that, then every every Newcastle fan, in the context of being ten men down away from home, no matter who it's against, in the Premier League, you would take a draw. You would absolutely take a draw. You would take a clean sheet. You'd snap your hand off for a clean sheet after Isaac Hayden got sent off. Hundred percent, you would. You definitely would. So we kept a clean sheet. We got points on the board. Yes, we've got some really, really tough fixtures coming up, but I don't think we're going to lose against all of those teams, no matter how good they are or perceived on paper they are. Look, Arsenal Arsenal look like they're beatable at the minute. They're still trying to find their feet. Um, we've got the likes of Man City, Chelsea, whatever. It's going to be really, really tough um, coming up. So, But we're good at home. We were very, very unlucky against Spurs. You know, the likes of Fernandez is sure to come in for Kieran Clark, for example. That strengthens us. Once Yedlin's back in the team, that strengthens us. Once Rondon starts starting games, that strengthen, strengthens us as well. So, and the more that the new players and Muto sort of integrate into the first team, we're, going, we're only going to get better from this point. So, let's stop the meltdown, people. Let's chill. We got a point today. We did not lose. Yes, we could have got th three. It's, it's worse that we had the penalty and we missed it. Of course it is. Because everyone eyed up three points. I did as well. 
Kennedy did as well, but it didn't happen. So let's get some perspective. It was nil-nil draw. Still positives to take out of it. Everyone's focused on the negatives. Let's not do that. Let's, you know, we'll have enough of that when we actually lose games, okay? Let's focus on the positives. Cardiff had nine shots, nine attempts in the second half. They ended the game with no shots on target. So, I mean, Cardiff fans will mock the Kennedy penalty miss, but actually, at least it was on target. You know, we created, in the, in the whole of the game, we had 12 shots as well, but six of ours were on target. 50% of ours were on target. They had none on target. Cardiff are in trouble. We played a lot better than them. They should have punished us when we went down to 10 men. They didn't. They couldn't. They seem more blunt than we are. They have their number one striker starting for them already. We don't. Rondon is a cut above Hosselu. That's obvious. And I fully expect Rondon to come in the next game. I fully expect that. So once he finds his feet, once Muto gets more game time, we're going to be dangerous. So, Cardiff fans, enjoy your, enjoy your, your penalty saves because um, I think you're going to be in a lot of trouble um, coming up. I mean, it was all long ball from, from Cardiff. Um, maybe in a, in a weird way that will, you know, being against the grain might actually, you know, jolt a few teams. But I think, I think had we not had um, the red card or an injury to Mankio, I think Rondon comes on and I think we probably apply some pressure towards the end of the game. We, we might win it. I think if, so we'll see. Um, maybe, maybe Rondon might be a better show for penalties next time, Rafa, um, when he's on the pitch. Anyway, I've been Adam. I know everyone's disappointed, but it's only a point. We're still in a better position than this time last year, and we did all right last year. So we'll see what comes out in the wash. We'll see how it goes. I've been Adam of the Toon Network. Please do subscribe. Um, if you listen to this on, on SoundCloud or iTunes, please rate and subscribe and, and, and like and you know give me some feedback there. Get some stuff in the comments below. Tell us what you think of all the controversy that happened today. Um, I'd love to hear from you, as always. And... Get us followed on Facebook and Twitter as well. I've been Adam of the Two Network. This has been another match report. On to the next one. Bye, bye. <laughs>